0: greeting earthlings we have now taken over your radio hello
1: and welcome in to the jayhawk talk podcast i am kevin joined with me as always is andrew and andrew we are coming off a Champions Classic victory against none other than the Duke Blue Devils, the Coach k list. Duke Blue Devils. It still feels really
2: good to beat Duke without Coach K, right? Oh, yeah. It, does, it doesn't change anything. Like, John Shire's there, but we're going to hate John Shire in time. Uh-huh. You know, he's just like a, we know his face from a long time ago. Uh, they're, they're, it's all going to blend together. It's still Duke and it's still great to get a win against Duke. They still have got all these tall freshmen, five-star guys. who are going to go top 10 in the NBA next year. Nothing's changed and it's good to get a win. It was a great win last night. We had some, some gutty performances by some veterans by, uh, one key freshman. Uh, it was a good win. Good win there in Indianapolis. Yeah. You know, we talk about this every year, but like
1: lower expectations, kind of a, let's see where we stack up the champions classic. We've had some terrible games in this, and we've also had some awesome games in this. And uh, you know, I, you don't want to take too much one way or the other, but I will say this, I felt for the first time, Andrew coming out of this, like the second, the game ended, we win the game. And I told you this, I wasn't quite like locked into basketball season yet. You know, we had this fun football team. It's been a blast, you know, and I was excited about basketball, but it didn't feel like basketball season. But then you get through that champions classic and then you see, you know, Duke versus Kansas. And then you find yourself in the second half sweating a little bit about a victory. And you're like, you know what? Okay. I'm in like, I'm, I'm back. Like it feels real good. It's like a, it's like a warm blanket uh,
2: to be back yeah. in I mean, the basketball season. Up until now, we've been messing around with Stephen Davis and Wayne Simeon on the sideline calling the game, You know, <laughs> ESPN Plus and kind of like weird routine. But when you see Holly Rowe on the sidelines, mm. you know, it's uh, you, Dick Vitale was there beforehand. You had, you had Jay Billis there for our game. Then you know it's the real deal. Like, this is, this is college basketball. This feels, it felt like a big game. It was a big game uh, and, and really a really a good kickoff to this season. I'll, I'm going to state this. I don't like that they are doing this a, a week later. And, and uh, I had originally heard that they had moved it uh, based on because of Election Day. But they're doing this in, in the future. It'll be the second week uh, in the season, not the first. So it needs to be the first thing that people see, like start the gate off strong, like the, uh, Daytona 500. Is that a thing? Do they do that first? It's like, they play the Super Bowl first in in, in racing, which is interesting. (laughs) Uh, like that's kind of like this. This is one of the bigger things that you'll do all year. Other than the tournament, uh, do that first. Like I'm going to, I'm going to make my motion. Okay. Move Back to the way it was.
1: So moved. Uh, Andrew, I, I said earlier that it's basketball season. Yes, we're still going to talk about football, though. That's the difference about this year, because at this
2: point, usually. There's stuff to say. <laughs> yeah. We've got like bowl oh, like game speculation. Search. We've got quarterback play speculation. We've yes. got who's going to return for their senior year speculation. There are football storylines, Kevin.
1: We're going to talk about it. And of course, Andrew, the thing that started all of this was a victory over Texas last year. And guess who we got this weekend at home. Yeah. the Longhorns at home. Yeah, we do. So we'll we'll get to football too, but let's, let's not bury the lead here. Andrew, let's get to this Duke game because I was, I was ready for this game and I felt pretty confident. I, I know this is not a sports betting podcast, but we do turn it into that. Sometimes I had a healthy bet on KU.
2: To win this. Yeah. And if you were on DraftKings, you got a little bonus. A little Not that DraftKings is a sponsor. Maybe they could be in the they future, but you got a little you got a little extra. Uh I put some some uh some credits on uh KU as well with the with the extra. And I was a quite happy man around midnight last night with with my extra credits and with the Jayhawk win. Yeah. Uh yeah. It, it was, good, uh, it was dicey there for a second, but uh, now here's the real question. Did you mess around in some of those props? Yeah. So I was in <laughs> Iowa for work and they don't allow you to
1: bet college props up there. No props. You can do NFL props or pro props, but not college props. Which oh, should probably have good for been, you. Good for it, you. Well, yeah. It was a good thing. Unfortunately, you know, I got hella bookies back in Kansas now. Everybody's got it. So I was splitting action with everybody. and uh, But I still came out pretty well ahead because I, I I loaded up on KU. And then and I, I guess... middled it because KU was up nine or eight points in the first half. And I got Duke plus seven and a half. So I had both sides. I was just trying to land in the middle. And so I,
2: I doubled up. I could never do that. I That's a wallet play, man. You got to bet with your wallet. I can never do that. Uh, I, the real question I was asking is: It seems like everybody and their mother took Grady Dick over one and a half. Yeah,
1: I did too. Everyone I, took I promoted that. it. I promoted like hell. The the odds started off at like plus one twenty and, and it moved to like minus one forty. Oh, yeah, something. oh yeah, it, moved, it
2: definitely moved. <laughs> uh, it. But yeah, so let's talk about this Duke game. Uh I, I want to highlight a couple things here. This is a Duke team that goes tall. Tall. Got a couple, the the co- monster a- tall a couple 7 footers playing at the same time and uh other than uh, Jeremy Roach everyone is is going to be uh taller than than their guy on the floor. Uh we uh, start uh KJ Adams 6-7 center. <laughs> Maybe. You had Yeah, Jalen Wilson guarding uh, a 7-footer. You had Grady Dick guarding a 7-footer. Uh and this team does get out rebounded by 9. Uh but they still made it work. And I'm going to ask you a couple of things here. Is this going to be the MO of this team that they are just going to have to uh, deal with the, the length on the other side and make up for it on, uh, you know, with steals with dare I say blocks Duke ended up with two blocks. We ended up with 13 blocks uh, (laughs) from a much shorter team. Uh, Wando uh, gets, gets a block. He has four blocks on the year. I don't think he's even six foot tall. It was an awesome uh, block, too. It was, it, it, oh man, if we could have just completed had to, had that. To
1: finish that dunk. Oh my God. If that we was
2: could have so completed that, well, that would have been, that would have been, uh, uh, Put it at the beginning of the of the game and the video. Yeah. That's it'd be worthy of that. But we didn't finish it off. But anyway, what what is this team? Is this team just going to have to kind of mold to play defense the way it plays defense and not adjust? Because there was some some temptation there uh, that you're going to have to play Ernest a lot of minutes uh, to maybe even Zuby in there too to go up against those big guys, but. Uh, they resisted that temptation. Ernest did not play well. No. Uh, in fact, I think on uh, the plus minus was He's by far the worst, far the, the team. worst it wasn't even close. Yeah. Uh, but KJ pulls it out at the end. I mean, gets the the bucket to seal it. Everybody played well. What's, what's going to be the, the personality of this team when you see it go up against a team like this? I mean, how do we project this into the future? I think the right
1: answer right now is I don't know.
2: But Fair. I think you figured
1: something out uh, right off the bat, I you know, halfway through the season last year, we were on our, our radio show and we we're talking about what is this team's MO? Like, what is the, now obviously they figured it out, right? They, they, they found their way, uh, but you know, there were stretches where you're like, what, what is this? What, you know, what are they going to hang their hat on? What is the thing? I think we already know, despite, you know, I'll get back to your question, but it, it goes back to it. I think this team with, when you look at our point guard and you look at at Jalen, who plays the way he does kind of just backyard brawl basketball, uh, I think this is just going to try to be a a tough mother effing team. And you saw it in this game. Duke was not going to win that toughness game, even though they were bigger. Obviously, way taller. They weren't near as tough, and some of that is you got upperclassmen versus freshman. I get that, but you also have a five nine, maybe five eleven. We'll call him five five ten. We'll call him in the middle point guard, who's the toughest mf'er on the entire court on our team, and who controls the game. You got defensive effort for days. You got guys flying all over the place, blocking shots, diving on the floor. We, that was a bill self team in the third game. Like that gets me excited. You can see what they're going to try to hang their hat on, because I'll tell you this. I don't know if it's going to be scoring. I don't know that we got a bunch of bucket getters on this team. So I I think you're going to have to see that kind of effort throughout the year. The good news is that shit's repeatable. And if we get Ernest to be the guy or Zuby to be the guy then we can start talking about how they're going to stack up defensively. I don't know. I hope one of those guys steps up and becomes great because frankly, we need another somebody who can play a little defense on a big guy, bang around a little bit, and maybe even get some boards and, and uh, especially defensive boards for Christ's sake, and maybe score a bucket or two down there. KJ ain't that guy. KJ is going to get his stuff, but he's not going to go score. He's not going to, uh, I mean, he's just not going to create, but I just hope we get there. But I'll tell you this. I saw. A MO from a team in game three that
2: I think we're gonna see all season. That gets me excited. A couple of things I want to respond to. I'm gonna speak a kind word about KJ here. KJ played great last night. He did play great. You now he's not gonna create, but out of the pick and roll, that dude was unstoppable. Four for four. Uh, I think he played decent defense against those guys. You can switch guys. five. You can switch five with him, right? I mean, and and huge. Uh, now he's not going to get you ten points every game, but he may get you. He may go four four and get you eight, like he did last night against a really good team. That's uh, all you can ask him of him. Okay. But uh, let's let's highlight Jalen Wilson here, uh, Jalen, and, and just just kind of take the whole whole view of, of Jalen. I, I remember Jay, you remember Jalen's like first two months. Uh, so he he breaks his leg early on a couple years ago. He plays in that Champions Classic game against Duke in 2019, uh, and then doesn't play the rest of that season. 2020 2021 season, you remember he was our best player for like six weeks, like was getting like national buzz for Freshman of the Year, uh, maybe even beyond that when he was like unstoppable, and then really came back to earth. Last year was what it was for him, slow start, and then developed into that not necessarily role player, but maybe that third or fourth option on that, you know, championship team. Now he's here when it's just him. He's gone through a couple of these NBA drafts, you know, test the waters, see how you are. Uh we've gotten frustrated with him at certain times in terms of being uh inefficient. Not being able to finish at the rim. Um, That's the bad Jalen. The good Jalen is when he almost stayed in the draft playing in those scrimmages in the the draft combine where he looked like one of the best players on the the court. So who are you getting? Are you getting that guy who looks almost NBA ready, you know, according to uh, the scrimmages last summer? Or are you getting the guy we've been frustrated with at certain times uh, in his career? And I think we're getting an answer here and that he is the undisputed superstar of this team. Uh, scoring 25 points last night. Uh, it did take him 26 shots. He missed seven three pointers, but everything else went well for him. So if someone goes over seven from the from, from three, usually you're walking out of that game being like, that guy's a bum. But no one walked out of that gym last night saying that Jalen Wilson was a bum. Everyone was saying that guy is a superstar. And that's because I think it's just this is his fourth year of the program. He's he's smarter than everybody else on the floor. And you saw that him going to the rim. He wasn't faster than those guys. He wasn't bigger than those guys, but he found a way to get to the bucket and and put him in. I think he was 11 from from 18 or 11 for 19 from two-pointer. Had had the biggest buckets of the game for us. Uh, I I don't think that we can win a ton of games with him going 11 for 26, Uh, but it worked last night. Yeah. There's going to have to be some other offensive production, but I think I was I was up in the air about whether Jalen Wilson was going to be our best player or, or or average the most points. I'm firmly in the camp that yes, this is he is our anchor for this team going forward.
1: Yeah, and I've said this a few times. I'm nervous and have remain nervous about Jalen Wilson being quote alpha go bucket getter guy. Uh, you know, he, he has always been so good in, in his best time in a Kansas uniform is when he lets the game come to him. He picks his spots. He goes effort rebound. He goes effort to the hole. He, you know, takes high percentage shots from three, not, you know, not a lot of them, not seven. Uh There's no, I mean, until he proves that shot, obviously he had, he, had, he had a good start to the season, but he's a career twenty nine percent three point, I think it's twenty eight percent three point shooter uh, at KU. But you say all of that, and if he makes his career average, which is still not great, that's two more threes. That's thirty one points. People are talking about the guy as a you know like potential you know all American candidate out of this game, and they still might like he's he's still a, an amazing college basketball player. But a couple things, he's he's. He's a below the rim player. Like he just is, he's not going to go fly around and just, he's not going to be that guy. So when you talk about an NBA ready, I mean, I'm not going to get into NBA scouting about, you know, whatever, but he does some things elite. He's an elite rebounder elite. I mean, he might, I think he'll average a double, double this year. What do you think? What do you say to that? I mean, average a double, double. I think the. I mean, he probably is so
2: far, right? But he's going to
1: play thirty-eight minutes a game, Andrew, and he's the best rebounder
2: on the team. He'd have to average over ten, and I don't know the last time we've had someone
1: average over ten. I understand that means a double double. I think he's going to be close. It may
2: be close. I I I mean, he's he's going
1: to be like a nineteen and eight guy. It's still pretty damn good. Yeah. Uh, And all I want though is efficiency, and I think at times you saw yesterday how he can be super efficient and how he cannot be efficient. And I, I don't know if 26 shots and seven three pointers is what we're going to as what we want from him. We needed it last night though, because Grady Dick sat for way too long on the bench and you got three non scorers on the team that were on the floor. Otherwise uh, someone had to go do it. He had to like, there was, I'm not mad at him. He had to do it. He had to, and he did it and he was awesome. And he got the buckets when we needed them. And he was tough as an, uh, I mean, tough as nails driving against dudes a foot taller than him and just taking contact and getting after
2: it. I loved it. Yeah. Talk about the, you know, complete player all around player. I mean, this is a guy who we talk about his his shooting and his, his offensive efficiency here, but the dude went, was it 25, 10 and, and five. Yeah. Uh, so he's not just doing it offensively yeah. this was ten rebounds and five assists this is a guy who's all over the place um and i I, I want to transition a little bit it, i I think what happened was is Duke saw some early film the KU and they focused on one guy last night or they had they had a had a scout out for one guy and who was that guy Mom, Mom had Grady Grady was being hounded. Yeah, he was. In his third game ever that against was... the Duke Blue Devils. And still had a had a pretty good game. 14 you know, if, points. If
1: you're Duke though, if if you're Shire, who's the guy that you look at KU like, we ain't worried about Jana Wilson. We ain't worried about anything, But that white dude
2: with the blonde <laughs> hair. <laughs> yeah. Oh
1: man. That's kind of like we...
2: when you're watching football and you've got like the the co- color commentator. Uh, you know, maybe he's a former cornerback or something. Like that's all he wants to do is talk about the cornerback. He yeah. focuses, hyper focuses on the cornerback. When John Shire does a scout, he focuses on the white blonde dude who shoots threes. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so they developed a, a defensive game plan to take Grady out of it. And for a large chunk of the game, he's started out great though. He had a couple buckets early. And then you didn't hear from him until the last two minutes of the game. Uh, And that was partially because he sat. uh, There's some, I think that that was another big conversation that came out. If you're talking about water cooler, uh, you know, in in my work, the conversation was, was why didn't Grady play at all in the second half? Probably a lot of reasons for that. That's a norm norm issue. He was getting worked on defense. Like he was getting worked on defense. I mean, the pick and roll, they
1: were, they were clearly at a halftime saying, okay, similarly, Andrew, all they did was scout Grady. (laughs) So (laughs) they were exposing him on on offense and exposing him
2: on defense. Uh, I don't think they watched any other tape, which I think uh, is going to be kind of a running theme. And this podcast and other podcasts and the national media and Twitter it's probably just gonna mostly be about Grady the rest of the way. <laughs> I think it's gonna be a large focus uh the rest of the way. Uh unless you think differently, Grady's he's a one and done guy. We need I don't to, know about that. I, I think he's, that. I think it's pretty pretty clear to me. Uh enjoy him while he's here. I don't I think, think he'll fair. be here. I don't think he'll be here uh uh past April. We'll uh, see. Uh, that being said, uh, th- the last two minutes was electric. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen uh, someone close a game like that. It's like a Mariano Rivera level closer coming in <laughs> to just put the game away. He came in, scored those quick seven points, and the game was over.
1: Yeah, that that was the move. Credit Norm for giving him a shot. I mean, obviously he, he set him a long time, but he did put his ass back in there and. He, he, he did exactly what he does. I mean, he, he hit an open shot. He effort energy on the, on the drive and uh, found the oop and uh, man, he's, he's a blast to watch. Like he's a blast to watch and you're going to see him blossom. He, that dude's going to get better. He's just going to get better. And that makes it a ton of fun. Uh, and I think you know, look, we're gonna need him. I think that's the reality. Unless MJ like comes around, maybe MJ turns into a a scorer that you know we can rely on, but we don't have a reliable scoring option beyond Jalen. We just don't, he has to be the guy. Um, uh, and so he's, he's got he's kind of like a lot of pressure on his shoulders too, but uh, I ain't worried about him. Are you? No, I think I think he's that one guy. bit. I think he's the guy. and. It's that that's awesome. I mean, we we said before the year, I remember talking to Nick Schwart about this on his podcast and I was, we were kind of joking about Grady Dick, you know, whatever. And I said, you know, I kind of got real quiet. I was like, Hey man, like, what if he's awesome? Like what? Just just take a deep breath and just imagine a world where Grady Dick actually like exceeds all the expectations. How much fun is that going to be? And I think we're going to be there. That guy's going to be a revelation. You know how many fucking dick jerseys there are going to be around campus? They're there going to be are, everywhere. Yeah. By Christmas, that's, that's going to be. By, who do you think? All right, let's do this. If I were to ask you, if you were to run Kansas Sampler right now, if you were mm-hmm. to run, run Rally mm-hmm. House and I were to say, OK, we're going to order some uh jerseys, make sure we have them for Christmas. Do you think. I'm gonna give you an option. Dick jerseys or every other jersey. Which one are you gonna take? Dick. Not even close, right? No. 100 percent
2: Not even close. I mean it's three to one. The uh I can't you know remember. they have the face on the t shirt. they've been yeah. selling those. Yeah. His is awesome. It's the one where he's it. laying on the ground on his stomach with his legs crossed. There's a few of them. I've seen I've seen a few. I haven't seen that one. Oh, but yeah. My brother bought that one. That's the, uh, I, I'm gonna get that one on Friday. The when McDonald's I'm in the field, house, I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting that one, <laughs> dude.
1: Like, what just what if, like, what if he is an all big 12 player? Like, what
2: if he's just the dude? I, can't. I think he, I think he's going to be. I uh, I mean, this good. game, he played 32 minutes, it didn't feel that he played 32 minutes. No. Uh, one for four from three. That was not his best game. He needs to shoot more, yeah. I, and I told you this. <laughs> this is. No disrespect to Jalen Wilson, but I, I I made the comment that we should just run this offense like Oklahoma ran their offense for Trey Young, but we do it for Grady Dick and have him shoot, have him shoot 30.3, is a game or take 30 shots. A game. I'm fine with that. I'm fine. And with have that. him score 40 I'm points. Fine I'm fine with that. I hey, think it would actually work out. I think we, I, I don't know if we're better, but I don't think we're bad.
1: We talk about what his deficiencies will be on defense. He's not, we're not going to run against guys like we saw again, Duke. I mean, there's just, they're the only team in college basketball that looks like that. Right. They just are like, I am not worried about what I saw last night on, on that. He will be on the court. And even despite him getting worked on defense, he still led the team in plus minus last night. He was still number one. After all the sitting and the you know p- people yelling in my mentions about why he was sitting because I said get, why isn't Grady Dick playing get him in there at the end like five minutes right. left right and every everybody turned into freaking X's and O's you know Twitter coaches and like well the, uh, he was getting and I was like I know I don't care he still needs to get back in it uh, comes a point
2: like I I understand it but like you got to get him back in and and Norm did. Got him in. Uh we're gonna have plenty of time to talk about Grady Dick in the future. I can't wait. Yeah, I want to do it more. Can we start a different podcast
1: just about Grady Dick? <laughs> but here's the thing. You can't say you can't say Dick on any the the entire podcast. You just call him you call him Grady or you just call I him I always call him Grady. I don't I don't say I don't four. Uh, every Number single four tweet I do it, I say Grady. I'm I'm over the dick jokes. Can we? I kind of am too. I can am too. Resolve.
2: Yeah, uh, and and I made this comment on our Twitter Spaces, but it's like, it's like having a cheat code for humor. If every joke is funny, none of the jokes not are funny. funny. None of them are funny. So we've gotta like occasionally there's gonna be a good one, but yep. just because you have Superman's cape doesn't mean you should use it. Like if everyone had it, it wouldn't be fun. Like it would be, it would be worthless. So, like, let's just maybe just throw that tweet into your your, uh, the your, your reserves into your drafts. Maybe <laughs> think it over again, see if you can improve on it. And yeah, and send it out. That's all there's I there's ask. Like That's just make just sure,
1: just think about it. Don't just fire the easy one. Like just multi layered, like you know, meta. Like make also, it where. Death. I want some yeah. truth
2: in that. I want some truth exactly. in that humor.
1: You yeah. need to penetrate deeper into <laughs> the... All right, let's get out of here. What are we doing? Let's.
2: uh A couple guys I want to talk about. Uh, uh and, and this is going to be the case all year. Dwan Harris is incredible, oh, but no Jesus. one's going to talk about him. No one's going to talk about Dwan Harris. He's I thought... been left off the Koozie Award for best so point guard crazy. in the country. He... Uh, and he's going to end up with like a 15 to one assist to turnover ratio. <laughs> he's like 24 to one right now or something. And with all those dudes on the court, you can make an argument that Dwan Harris was the best player on the floor last night.
1: He controlled it. He controlled the game. I mean, I here's how I know. Cause we've talked about this. I, I used to kind of be among the masses. Like, oh, why is he playing? He's a zero on offense. We need to get, you know, I get that. He's, He's good. But, you know, I, I used to be like that a little bit. I have so moved away from that. And here's how I know wh- how i moved away. When he checks out, I feel like something's wrong. Like, when he's not in the game, <laughs> you're like, wait, well, what's going on right now? I don't like what I'm – like, something feels weird. And then he checks back in. It's like a warm blanket. Yep. Like, you're just like, oh, this feels
2: way more comfortable. Like, what's going on right now? <laughs> and- that being said – I have liked what I've seen from Bobby. He's Bobby so. has has filled in adequately, and maybe even slightly above adequately. I like what I'm seeing from Bobby, but I think Dwan Harris needs to play 35 minutes a game or more. They might play together a little bit too. Yeah, they will. Uh, we saw that a little
1: bit in the first couple of games, but yeah, I, I, you're all fair. You're right. Um, you're right. But that, so we're gonna
2: do our best to to give. To talk about him when necessary, like he's not going to get the sexy stats where we're going to so talk good. about. But, but it's 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 incredible that like in that one turnover it was like, did like it was it was just a risk. I mean, he threw it out of bounds. It was really the other guy's fault. Uh, anybody else you want to talk about? I, I I don't want to maybe just expand on one other guy. You said warm blanket. It's kind of getting that way with me. With Kevin McCullough.
1: Yeah, he's another one. You're just not going to talk about a lot. Like he's not going to do
2: the things that get you all. But stuff works really well. Yeah. When he's on the floor and he's not going to make a lot of threes. Uh, He did last night. He made two. Yeah. Uh, He's uh, not going to be like the the biggest offensive threat, but the dude can play basketball and the dude can get his hands in passing lanes. The dude can play great defense. A couple of those steals last night he had were, were nobody else can make that steal. Uh, I mean, they highlighted the one of him going out of bounds, uh, knocking it in, and we got a bucket on the other end. That that is a Kevin McCuller play, and I think you pair him and Wando very similar feel, similar type of player in terms of impacting other areas on the floor other than scoring. Uh, but I, I I I've adjusted my expectations that I don't think Kevin McCuller is going to come in here and score 15 points a game. No, or, nor should I expect that. But I do think he should still play as many minutes as he can. You know, if he plays 30 minutes a game, that's appropriate, maybe more.
1: He was trying a little too hard on off. He had four turnovers that he was kind of forcing some stuff on. That was the only knock on him. Everything else was great. And I don't think he's going to make two threes a game many times the rest of the season, but maybe he's a corner three guy. Like, yeah. Maybe maybe we just know. That's fine. We gotta learn these things. I know. Yeah. Yeah, Don't shoot anywhere else. Just just set him up in the corner and you know, drift over there. Juan takes the in the lane and just find Kevin. Let let him shoot two of those a game. And if he makes two, great. If he makes one, great. And if he misses both, we're still okay.
2: That should be the rule. All right. I wanna transition to talk about a couple other things, football including. But before we do that, I, I kind of have this thought. The year after a national championship game, remember, remember, two thousand eight nine. We had Sharon, we had Cole. This was a uh, Morris twins were in. Tyshawn was taking over at point guard with, with Sharon. It's a fun team with like no expectations. Yeah, right. This is a this is a national championship. We just had it. We we did the banner that year. I think we even dropped out of the top twenty five. That was the last time we dropped out. And then we came back and we were like a three seed and we lose to Michigan state in the sweet 16 overall good year, right? It's like everything you did the year before kind of like takes the pressure off of, of maybe expectations or, or too much, you know, stress about that season. And we're in that now, right? We've got this kind of honeymoon period, this period where there, there's, there's maybe not a ton of expectations, but does, does that change for you after last night? Do maybe those expectations get adjusted to where you can start thinking about maybe some 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 real highs for this team?
1: Yeah, we are I think right this second a top 10 team in college basketball. I mean, I think you can say that pretty comfortably. I'm not going to say we're top 2 or 1 or 5 or what like but if you're in the mix in the top 10, you have to, I mean, your expectations should already be set for, you know, lead eight kind of season and you win, you know, get hot like we did last year Then anything's possible. Yeah. I, my expectations are much higher this year than certainly in 0809 uh, when we lost freaking everybody. I mean, everybody. Uh now you, you did bring in some dudes, but uh in that in that in that class. But that was isn't that the Morris
2: twins? Morris, Morris twins. Yeah. And had, uh Relliford. Yeah. Was he in that class? Was uh that... He, no, he I think he redshirted the year before. Oh yeah, that's right. If I I, man, I, I could be, I could be year yeah, off. I think but, you're right. I think But right. Cole Cole and uh Sharon were pieces. Now, they I, were not yeah. starters.
1: They weren't starters, yeah.
2: But they were. Oh, and but Sharon was played starters
1: minutes. But. And you had Brady Morningstar on that team. I mean, what else do you need? <laughs> That's
2: right. <laughs> what else do you need? And, but, and Mario Little came in. So like there, there was there was a team. In it. So it's I, I don't know if it's fair to compare those two, but we we are going to because it's a year coming off a national championship. And I'm not necessarily talking about the team. I'm talking about more fan expectation. But yeah, I for you. me, you don't I mean, want to know who this year's Quintrell Thomas is. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's a blast from the past. Uh, uh, for me, w- winning a game like that last night, you, you can do anything. I think yeah. we can do anything. Like this is not just going to be a team that you know is you know hopefully you can you can do something fun with it, and then the real team starts the expectations start again the next year well, i think they're here this this year we can well, do it here's the question who
1: scares you because it ain't it ain't gonzaga they're they're getting to ask by double digits right now from freaking texas is it kentucky who just lost to michigan state is it duke who we just beat is it you know you could go down the list is there is there a world beater now it's early it is so early we're gonna yeah. see teams separate like i'm not gonna I'm not going to get it twisted. Like Duke didn't even play the the number one recruit didn't even really play. Uh, or get, well, and they've they got going.
2: another one too. They had I know. whitehead who didn't even play.
1: Right. So like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anything. they're obviously going to get better, but we didn't have MJ Rice play, so I'm I'm calling right. that a draw. It's equal. calling that a draw. cool <laughs> <laughs> like that. At at the end of the day, you got to ask. You know. Or is this is the thing we did last year. Is this team better than 08? No, it ain't better than 08, but we ain't got to beat the teams that oh8 beat. We got to go beat Miami. <laughs> we got, You mm-hmm. know, like who cares? Like we could, this team could beat anybody. And that's the thing that you got to ask yourself. And I think, I think you're right. I, I'm i not going like wild on expectations. This is a definite number one seed or anything like that. Uh, I'm not even sure they should be favored in the big 12. Uh, but like, they
2: they're going to be there. They're going to be. there. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I don't know who I, who I'm scared of. It's, it's early, obviously Kentucky. (laughs) They lost last night, but we've seen this team. They only got better uh, compared to to last year. And we, we saw them on our own floor. We'll see them in January. Uh, And then these big 12 teams, Texas looks pretty good against Gonzaga right now. Baylor, uh, they've got some tests coming up, uh, including in Gonzaga uh, potentially, uh, and some others. So yeah, it's, it's early, but we've, we've done what we can for now. We're going to see some tests coming up, uh, Utah, Southern Utah. No, just kidding. Not Southern Utah. Uh, <laughs> we, we potentially will face Tennessee, uh, in the Bahamas. Uh, we could face Dayton in the Bahamas who, uh, we've struggled with in the non-con recently. And, uh, uh, their uh, top thirty Ken pump. and then we'll have Indiana. We'll have Mizzou, new look Mizzou. That's true. Uh, and uh, Seton Hall. Uh, so I mean, we're gonna get some tests. Uh, before we have Oklahoma State at the end of December to kick off Big Twelve play. But yeah, I and it, it's it's a classic Bill Self team. We just beat a Duke team early, but we're not even close to reaching our potential. Uh, this team really does have to find itself. Uh, some of these freshmen have a long way to go. Uh, you see that with Zuby, with Ernest. If those guys can can take a step or two forward, this team's going to be a lot better. MJ Rice, we don't even know how he fits into this team. We know he mm-hmm. can score. We know he can score. Uh, so long way to go, but uh, I think I'm adjusting my expectations. You know, beyond just the pillowy. You know, oh, we just won a national title. Let's take it easy. I think this is a a real season for me, where uh, I, I'm expecting some big things. Not necessarily national title, but this team can do some cool things. Does this feel like?
1: Does this feel like one of the quintessential Bill Self teams that, you know, you get to Christmas break, Andrew?
2: We say that every year. That's and every you get the Christmas break, and that's every year.
1: And, and it just, you know, you know, they get the time away from class and all. It's <laughs> all about basketball, and oh, Ernest yeah. takes some big leap, and he
2: starts coming out of the break, and and yeah, yeah. everyone is hoping that Ernest <laughs> turns into Embiid. I am. You how know? can you not? <laughs> like, yes. You know, everyone's hoping that and that's not going to happen. Uh, but if it does, great. But it's not. Let's let Ernest be Ernest and B to B and B. They're different
1: dudes. They're similar personalities. Have you heard heard Ernest? Like that dude's a he's hilarious. We
2: sat with Ernest yeah. last June.
1: I know. And i now I now I've like followed him since then. Like he's actually pretty hilarious.
2: Okay, so just I, we may have said this on the podcast before, but I don't we... think so. I don't, I don't think we've done a podcast since then. Oh, we've only done one or two since then. <laughs> we uh went to the rock chalk round ball classic. Uh, charity dinner hosted by Brian Haney. It was an incredible event. They auctioned off a bunch of stuff. They told some funny stories. Um, had some decent dinner. <laughs> uh, but each table got to sit with a quote unquote VIP, and it was mostly either Xku players or Xku football players um, or current players. And we got to sit with Ernest on his second day in Lawrence. Yeah. So we had a lot of questions for Ernest, but like, what we were going through, we're like, so where do you like to eat, or what do you? And he didn't know anything. He hadn't eat eaten anywhere. He he so didn't we were, know. We were giving him. And then, we were giving him a lot of suggestions. Yeah, but here's the thing: we asked him, like, "Have you been to the Hawk yet?" And He said, "What's the Hawk?" Oh man, we we he. I bet he knows what the Hawk is now. Yeah, he does, for sure. Uh, but yeah, cool guy. Tyshawn was behind Easy us to talk to. <laughs> oh yeah, Tyshawn Ty was 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 giving him some some tips uh, in front of us. That who was, was sitting that was next to Tyshawn said, don't,
1: "Don't listen to a word."
2: Tyshawn said, "I can't remember who that was." <laughs> no, Ty Tyshawn said, "Don't listen to a word." Curtis Townsend. Said. Oh,
1: that's what it was.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is probably really good
1: advice. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. All right, well. Look, I'm with you on the expectations. I think it's going to be a fun, fun season. Uh, I I don't know how you can watch what we watched, see the pieces, see the potential, see the ceiling and not think this is a potential final four team. And that's fun. That's that's fun, especially after what happened last year.
2: Yeah. And what we do well translates. We were fast. We play defense. We've just got to have the scoring component come along. And now, why do think we gotta, need
1: Bill Self?
2: Is really the real question.
1: Hey, Norm's been good. Why, why? Why do we need Bill Self
2: back when you got the best coach in basketball right now? I uh, have missed though. I have I missed <laughs> them because they they don't cut away to Norm. Have you noticed that? Yeah, even, I know. Even me. last night. Now I I get why the ESPN Plus doesn't cut away to Norm. Like, they just don't, like, either one, they don't have, like, Home the team. technology, or two, they just, like, <laughs> let's not focus on that. That's true. They only but have they, one camera. Yeah. <laughs> but they didn't do it last night either. They fo- they, they cut away and did box and box with John Shire, Shire so was, many oh times. Oh, my
1: God, yeah.
2: Like, I don't need to see a third box with John Shire's face, him, him like, <laughs> reacting to the refs. I don't care. Uh, but they did not show Norm last like, night. I did miss them cutting away to... Bill being pissed off,
1: I I love that John Shire has a little issue. Just start out of the gate that he's not going to get calls. Mm-hmm. And he got to earn is, that. It just feels so good, right? Just watching him be like, "What? Yeah, what? That, you don't call charges on Duke? <laughs> it didn't. It took it took <laughs> Coach K ten years to get that. Yeah, you got to build that shit up." You're just gonna you're just gonna walk in the building and have that. Come on now all right. let's let's talk about some football stuff, Andrew. What do you say?
2: Ah, uh, yes, we're six and four, but let's focus on the keyword there. the key number six bull eligible, probably heading to something like the Armed Forces bull in Dallas played at the SMU stadium. Who cares? We are bull eligible, Kevin. When we played a couple weeks ago, we tore down the goalposts. They went into Potter Lake. We are bull eligible. Something that has not been done in this city since the inside bull in the 2008 season. It's a long time. It's long a time. long time, Kevin. And uh, you know, maybe we can can get a win or two. Down the stretch, we've got Texas on Saturday. We've got K-State the week after that at K-State. Yikes. It uh, <laughs> look pretty Texas, good. The, the, the both of these teams look pretty good, uh, but I, I, it's not impossible. We can get a victory out of one of these two, maybe both, the, the, especially if Jalen Daniels comes back. So, so what, do, what do you want to talk about? You want to talk about? Let's we'll start with Jalen.
1: I mean, look, yeah. quarterback, I mean, obviously, we have seen in the Big 12 how freaking important it is to have a backup quarterback. Who's decent. Uh, and cause you look around the big 12, there's a bunch of teams who did not have backup quarterbacks that were decent. Bean has been great. You cannot say anything other than that. Has he been perfect? Absolutely not. Has he been hella good for a backup quarterback in college football in the big 12? Yes. Maybe the best backup quarterback, maybe second. Yeah. Pretty darn good. Uh, and and you gotta love it now. If uh Jalen Daniels is healthy, he's gotta start. Uh if he's close to healthy and feeling good, he's gotta start. The guy was five and oh, he got us where he got us, and he just he's the guy. He's he's just the guy. And he also knows how to beat Texas, uh, <laughs> which we know. Yes, he and does. So Jared Casey special. Yeah. How
2: first of all, how good is Jared Casey? Is Jared Jared Casey one of the best players on this team? I think he might be. (laughs) He he needs to get more more action. Like he's in the game a lot, but he like they're using him as a traditional tight end blocker. The dude can catch. He may have the best best hands hands on the best hands on
1: the team. I was to say that he's he's awesome. Uh, So I I think there's tonight. I believe Lance Leipold had his uh, had his uh, his whatever radio show. Uh, Hawk talk deal and said all three quarterbacks, including Jason Bean, Ethan Vasco and Jalen Daniels have been getting work in practice as it's going to be a game time decision.
2: Mm. Uh, I have
1: a feeling it's not
2: going to be Ethan Vasco. I think there's a I good... don't like that. Ethan Vasco is even being considered <laughs> now. I think Ethan Vasco is, good like he will be fine he's just talking about his quarterback room i jalen daniels
1: it my prediction i got nothing on this but i think he plays Um, i hope so
2: and you know i i want to say what you know reiterate what you said jason bean has been nearly identical with jalen daniels other than maybe a couple decision making things a couple picks here and there but otherwise look at the numbers they're they're very similar and the dude was a leader out there uh no, we lost some close games with him in there. Maybe Jalen Daniels makes uh, makes a difference. Maybe not, but, you know, hats off to Jason Bean for taking over and, and doing what he did. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 Daniels has suited up the past three times, three games warmed up and not played. I'm just curious, like, what's the difference? Like where, where we don't know this stuff because it's not the NFL when we're like, you know, super caught up on the injury status of every single player. We don't know that in college. And so I'd like to know like, where, where is this? Is this all just kind of a game that we're playing with him and he's not really going to play or is this a real deal? Like he's just, you know, day to day. I I I hope he plays against Texas. It'd be fun to see him go out there uh, and, and try to get a win. This Texas team's good. They w- haven't been good you know, as good lately. I think they're beatable, especially uh, at, at home, at the booth. Uh, but, you know, I'd like to see them out there. It's going to be a fun one on Saturday. They're giving away tickets. Everybody should go. It's they're gonna giving away tickets?
1: For students, yeah. It is going to be cold. It's going to be real yeah. cold.
2: Yeah. Uh, what's the line on this game? Do you know? I don't, but I'm probably Texas. I'm going to guess Texas minus three and a half.
1: Yeah. No, it's more than that.
2: Seven. I, I guessed seven and a half to
1: eight. I think last week. Am I giving us too much credit? To nine and a half.
2: Nine. I was off by six points. Oh my and I, God.
1: And I said, if it got to 10, I'm firing. I have yet to fire. But if it got to double digits, I'm taking Kansas to cover. Oh, uh, I haven't I haven't fired. A I feel t- good about that. Yet. I feel great about that. It's moving that direction. And if it gets to, if it gets to 10 uh, boy, that's going to be tough to tough, to tough to ignore. I, I think we've been pretty good about sticking relatively competitive with, with all the games that we've had on the schedule, obviously Um, senior night, Kevin. Senior senior night, senior night. What we saw from Texas last week, I mean against the TCU and I get TCU's a you know, obviously they're a solid team. Uh but we almost beat them. I mean, <laughs> let's be yeah. clear about that. Uh yeah, they scored three points, right? Was it three points? Well, I scored ten, but or the, ten points, ten points. But the three on offense they three had three on that. offense, that's what it was. Yeah. Three three on offense. Yeah. I mean, we could keep within ten, right? We could win I, that game. I think we're gonna, I think it's gonna be close. We could win. I hope so, man. That would be so much fun. That would be just absolutely bonk. Do we want to talk about any uh any bowl game
2: things? I haven't done a lot of research on it. Yeah, we're we'll probably gonna end up in one of those like random Dallas bowl games or Fort Worth bowl games. Uh, I think the Liberty Bowl is is out unless we win the last two. Uh, but you know, who cares? It's something to build on. You get those extra practices. Everybody huge. likes to talk about those extra practices, right? So huge. Uh, but you know, it'd be good for the fan base too. I think I think they travel decently. Uh, and we just need something. We need something in our lives. We need a win. We like not just a win, but like a a program win. And I think going to a bowl game is is, is gonna be important. And so let's let's go. You know, play Minnesota, the first responders bowl and call it good. Move <laughs> on to the wait. next year. I can't wait. And and by the way, moving on to next
1: year, we've said this a few times, but man, we ain't losing much from this roster. No. The only and, thing I'm worried about is whether we
2: lose a head coach, <laughs> but well, and we'll talk about that. I think we'll probably know more about that in the next two weeks, probably. Um season interim coaches as,
1: getting getting gigs.
2: Well, as as you know, as the season winds up before bowl games, you know, usually that's when all the moves happen around Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, uh, the teams that are are in contention here for new coaches uh are not gonna be in conference championship games. So like that that last week of November, first week of December is when all that movement's gonna happen. We'll know. We'll know. So we'll know something in, in you know, fifteen days whether we're going to keep Lance and Lawrence. I think he stays.
1: I do too. I, I got no reason to say that. I just, you know.
2: I think he stays. Ten. Otherwise, points Andy Codel, Nikki, you're you're next man up. If it gets to ten points,
1: I'm firing. Let me tell you one thing before we get out of here: Texas is beating Zaga by eighteen freaking points right I know. now. <laughs> That makes was dumb. Me, makes me a little nervous. Don't don't uh, make me live bet these games. Don't let me live bet these games anymore. <laughs>
2: uh, this Texas stadium, they, they just opened this new arena. They deliberately close off the top section and they put up these screens or these like these canvas panels so the noise will reflect down onto the court. Cheating. So they, they that's what I think too. And then they they make the the canvas panels like they put like shine stuff onto it, like like Texas Texas strong uh anyway, so they just took their you know giant Frank Irwin Center and they moved take moved this down to like a ten thousand seat arena they they put the student section behind the basket they gave them uh little balloons to shake and they like, hey, best atmosphere in college basketball takes a little bit more than that, fellas
1: it was the biggest crowd size on the national <laughs> hall. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I don't know, man, whatever. Uh yeah. I open we'll, up the top section and we'll we'll talk. Yeah, open up the top section. Anyway, whatever. All right, let's get out of here. This has been fun. Good chat with you about hoops. It's been uh it's been a minute. We're going to try to get these going a little more regular now that we are fully locked and loaded in the college basketball season. And, Andrew, we'll be back to talk about a KU victory over the Texas Longhorns on Saturday. Do you think they'd tear the goalpost down again? No. Do <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I think, that, I think they might be done. I felt like you got most of that out last week. Yeah. Uh yeah. Or Two weeks ago. All right. Let's get K-State, out of here. If
2: we beat K-State, we'll go do it. Just, you we'll it's, know, it's in Manhattan. In. We'll just, yeah. It would be, be appropriate
1: yeah are we gonna tear theirs down or just break ours, into ours and turn we'll break our into power. ours yeah remember did, when, didn't when we beat texas didn't uh weren't there some people <laughs> some security had to go down there because they were oh am probably I, am I making this up i'm pretty sure i saw this on twitter probably. Twitter, Twitter. That sounds like something KU fans would do. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, go home. <laughs> You're not <freaking laughs> <in here. laughs> all right. Let's get out of it. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll be back uh, hopefully next week, talking about a lot of victories and welcome to college basketball season. We got the champ classic behind us and we are undefeated. Andrew we will be welcoming bill self back soon. Good to see him on the sideline. Hopefully keep winning rock chop.
0: It's for my this for my j-H fans for my J house this for my j-H fans for my Ja house house if you love it then I love it because we this for my fans for my j this for my j-H fans for my J house this for my j-H fans for my j house and if you love it then I love it because we I tried to tell them every time we on the court I tried to tell them that we never coming up short, I tried to tell them that we came here to get the win, I tried to tell them that that they should never let us in they say that we the best but I say we the greatest, that's why they try to knock us down and always seem to hate us, that's why they talk about us, they know they can never fade us it's tradition and that Kansas pride that has truly made us, they know just how we feel, they know at Allen Field, that we gon' keep it real Shout out to Bill. This for them fans that waited off in them long lines. Camped out before the games and they stayed a long time. Every dollar that we spend just to watch our team win on a Jayhawk shirt or a new clean bins with a sticker on the back with the K and the U. Uh huh, yeah baby, that'll make you say ooh. We at the top of the top just like we should be. Started from the bottom thanks to what James could see. Dr. Nae Smith made a game for man. Changed lives for the players and did the same this for, for the faith. for my j fans, for my J-Hawks. this for my j fans, for my J-Hawks. this for my j fans, for my J-Hawks. And if you love it, then I love it, because we Hawks, for j fans, for my J-Hawks. This for my j hawk fans, for my J-Hawks. This for my j hawk fans, for my J-Hawks. Hawks. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we Hawks, baby. All them years that we've been cheering, everything that we've been hearing, all them spreads that we've been clearing, never been no team we fearing, and look how Bill got us fearing. All them tournaments appearing with no team that's interfering. Nine times get the cheering with them banners held high, and the crowd going wild. Night before the final four, you can't even sleep now. Yeah, we at the peak now. We can't even leap down. March Madness, man, we've been waiting weeks now. If you a Hawks fan, go ahead and hold them. High. Shout out to the booster showing love in the alumni. I'm speaking for the fans, even though I'm just one guy. We appreciate the love, love won't run dry. Imagine the state of Kansas with no jayhawks that's like having no streets but trying to jaywalk they see us as support and we see them on the court so we keep it loud and do our best so we don't come up short we win together and we lose together but win or lose we still booze together struggles in my life will change me as a man but one thing that never change i'll be a jayhawk fan i ain't even gotta really say it this one for the fans, that's why I made it. Launch madness here, we can't be faded. Run, chuck, Jay, huck in your faces. I ain't even gotta really say it. This one for the fans, that's why I made it. Launch madness here, we can't be faded. Run, chuck, Jay, huck in your faces. This for my J-Hawk fans, for my J-Hawks. This for my J-Hawk fans, for my J-Hawks. This for my j fans, for my J-Hawks. And if you love it, then I love it 'cause we Hawks, baby. My fans, for my this for my J-Hawk fans, for my J-Hawks. This for my J-Hawk fans, for my J-Hawks. This for my J-Hawk fans, for my J-Hawks. Hawks. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we Hawks, baby this for my j fans for my j hawks this for my j hawk fans for my j hawks this for my j fans for my j hawks and if you love it then i love cause we hawks baby